Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. today on the podcast. I know you all can't see me listening to this podcast, but if you could, you would be able to see that it looks like I've been hit by a truck. Honest to God. <laughs> I'm recording this, and when I record these episodes, I always have the camera running because I think the video clips um, can be important and valuable too, so I just kind of like hold on to those clips for a later time, and so I have the camera running, and I'm looking in my background and again you can't see this but hanging up over my banister behind me is my open suitcase and clothes are falling out of them because uh, that Mack truck that I feel like I've been hit with was the holidays and so we often travel to why do I say often we always travel to Pennsylvania for Christmas I am living in Virginia Beach for those of you who don't know that about me my husband and I and our two kids live in Virginia Beach, and we were born and raised in a small town in Pennsylvania, in Carmichael's, Pennsylvania, actually. And so our parents live probably, I don't know, half a mile, maybe a mile from each other in Pennsylvania. So it's kind of a no-brainer that we go home to visit for the holidays, and it is rough. If any of you travel for the holidays, you know, especially if you do it how we do, which is really insane, but we take all of our Christmas presents. We either have them shipped there or we take them with us to Pennsylvania and do like the whole shebang, like all of it, the whole Christmas experience we do in Pennsylvania. So it is quite a feat of amazement. We also have two dogs that travel with us. So it is definitely, it's definitely entertaining. Um, but it takes us a while to get back into the groove and to just figure out how to do life again once we come back, which is kind of where we are right now. Um, we had an amazing time. Um, it's always It always includes either a trip to the ER or sickness of some sort. And this, this year was no exception. There were no trips to the ER, thank goodness, um, but there was lots of sickness. Uh, going around in many of uh, many of the people that we know, families, friends, and so we are kind of just all kicked in the butt and ready <laughs> ready to start 2022. There were two years. I would say the worst, the worst times when we went to visit were when we had to go to the ER for each of our kids. One time we had to take Jocelyn, our oldest, to the ER because our youngest, who was two at the time, threw a transformer at her and ended up cutting her lip. We had to go get stitches. That was no fun. And then on another occasion, 
Grayson, our youngest, had fallen off of a toy horse that he got for Christmas. And we had to go to the ER. We actually had to go to Morgantown. We had to go to WVU Hospital and um, have him assessed. And anyway, I'll take sickness over ER visits any day. But I will say it is always an event, always an adventure. I am so ready to get back into the groove of I don't want to say life because this it has been really fun even though we've had to slow down a little bit and you know take care of ourselves and um, with all the sickness going around make sure that we take care of everyone around us but it's nice to get back to our home to our things to our space it's very hard to live in someone else's space for a week um, as you guys probably know, I'm, I'm sure you have felt that before. And so here we are. Our suitcases are exploding. Um, all of our Christmas presents are still downstairs needing to be unpacked and put away. We got home yesterday and we just did absolutely nothing. We just didn't want to do anything. That drive for us is about seven hours, seven and a half hours. And it was, it, I mean, it went pretty well. I have no complaints about it other than it's a seven and a half hour drive. So I know that I'm not alone in feeling like this. And I just posted on one of my runners from my Soulmates for Life group, which is my, my lifetimers, those who are going past the 5K and have are reaching new running goals. They are posting their workouts in the group. We still post three workouts a week. And um, one of the posts that just came in today was about getting caught up from last week's runs and also overcoming you know all of the bad eating and the staying up late and the holiday drinks and just being grateful to get back into the groove so I totally feel her 100% I actually commented on there and said maybe it's like the holidays is a perfect way to remind us that it doesn't feel good to give in to all of the temptations of life right like sometimes when you are you know, developing healthy habits or you are, you know, trying to do things, either add exercise or add healthier foods to your diet, you feel like you're missing out on something. Well, for many of us, we allow the holidays to be like, you know, the time when we don't stress about any of that. And it's nice. It's a nice reprieve from having to worry about all the things. But there's also this, this, you know, this moment of I really miss just feeling in control. And so I feel like the holidays is good for giving us that boost to say, this really isn't that fun. Eating whenever I want and staying up late and having drinks whenever, like it sounds like it would be so fun, but I really don't feel good. And it's really what most of us need to kick us into gear moving into January. Um, the one difference is for our groups is that we stick to our workouts as closely as possible through the holidays and still allow ourselves to, you know, to have a lot of grace when it comes to um, perfectionism and making sure that we are hitting all of the marks and we don't ever stress about what we eat in our groups. I don't encourage terrible eating. I just encourage not stressing about food and tying it to the workouts that you're doing. Um, yes, we, we know naturally through experience that types of foods that we eat either make our workout easier or harder, and we kind of learn that naturally, and then we decide to make choices about our foods based on that, but it's not something that we're going to stress over and tie to our workouts because that's just, it's just, I cannot think of a better word other than, what's like, I don't want to say it, but it like, it messes with your mind 
you know, for lack of a better term, that's not inappropriate to be broadcasting. Um, it messes with your mind to have to stress and worry about all of those things at the same time. So um, I am really impressed. I said to this group, my soulmates for life, I told them when it was time for January or December plans, I said, do you guys want to take a little break? Do you guys want to bump down our workouts? Um, slow up on our goals a little bit and give you guys some grace and some flexibility during the holidays. And I don't know why I'm surprised by this. Maybe I'm not. They said no. They want to keep going. They wanted to. They want to reach their their goals. They want to keep moving forward. So many of them are working towards a 10k, and some of them just finished that training. Our round three is what we call it. That training program is called round three, and. I actually had the most amazing meetup run with the Pennsylvania group while I was in Carmichael's visiting. And so what we did was we scheduled a meetup run. We called it the 10K meetup, the Carmichael's meetup. And I planned it at a park where there's a track that kind of goes in a circle. And I invited every all of the Pennsylvania runners, whether they were in the 10K group or they were in the round one group, which was working towards 3.5 miles, and I asked them to come on out and meet us and let's do the run together. And it was so, so fun. So what we did was there were, gosh, how many of us were there? Eight? Eight of us? Nine of us? Ten of us? I'm not sure. I'll have to go back and count. But we all started together and we did the first lap together. We did kind of like a team, a team building lap. It was really important to me that we did a lap together before we started i know that everybody's working at their own paces and we have to really respect that especially when we are working on a goal like achieving a new distance which is what we were doing that day when we're working towards new distances it's really important that we value our pace and our comfort level and if we try to adjust our pace to either keep up with or slow down for somebody else that can be a recipe for a disaster and so many of us were there either doing the 10K distance, which is the longest from the program so far for this group, and then or the three and a half mile distance, which for some of our runners, that is the farthest that they have gone to this at this point. So we did one lap together and then we all kind of split up and went our own ways. And that allowed everybody to take the pressure off of having to keep up with somebody. And um, we were still able to pass each other throughout the run. So, you know, we're able to high five and fist bump and cheer each other on because we're either crossing each other or we're kind of running past each other. And it was so fun. My dad came out with a cowbell and he stood there, I swear, the whole time, what, an hour and a half. He stood there with his cowbell cheering every runner on that went by. And I had the pleasure of kind of running with everybody at some point. So I was basically doing some sort of, you know, some sprints. I was trying to catch up with one person at a time so I could run with them. And they were just cracking me up. It was so, so, so fun. I feel like it really like re relit uh, my fire to going into 2022, being able to do that together and to watch everybody push hard. And I think that they would say the same. They would say that it was it was definitely motivating and inspiring to be together because we have trained virtually this whole time. Some of us have never met each other. And um, we even had one of our runners come all the way from Pittsburgh. So she drew, drove um, an hour just to get to this run and do it with us, this unofficial race distance, 10K. And it was so great to meet her in person. I've, I really will say this, though. 
In the beginning, when I started this, some people had asked me, are you doing, is this like a meetup group? Is this a running group where you meet up and run together? And, and at first I used to think like, what a bummer, you know, we don't get to run together. We're all doing this alone. But I have to tell you that there is there are some huge benefits to virtually training with people than if you were to run in a group together. And one of them I'm going to talk a little bit about when I mention how to meet your goals later in this podcast, because that's really why I wanted to get on here for this podcast is to talk about moving into 2022, how do you, whether you're in our group or not, meet those goals and actually feel good about them? And a lot of it has to do with, you know, a huge comparison game. And so um, we, we navigated that as easily as possible during our run. Our group is so good. Our team all of them, they're all of the runners at this group, they aren't even all on the same team. Now they're all in Soulmates for Life. So now we're part of the, the big team, but they didn't go through the 5K plan together, but they are so kind and supportive and helpful to each other. It, it honestly, it is so heartwarming. I can't even describe it. Everybody was there for each other. Nobody was there out for themselves. Of course, we all had our personal goals and things we wanted to achieve, but everybody was there to support each other. And it just felt, it feels so good to be a part of something like that. And so I think, I think the biggest takeaway from that is being able to see how we are all very different, but we are all still doing this together. And we we're in this together. There were so many smiles, so many laughs. I love um, Joetta. This is probably my favorite moment of the run. <laughs> Joetta, I will be interviewing soon. I told her I have to get her interview on the podcast. But what was so funny is when I caught up to her to run with her, and I'm going to tell this Joetta because I love that you keep it real and I tell her this all the time. Um, when I caught up to her, she was pointing to her headphones and said, oh, you're talking about me on the podcast right now. You said there's a 59-year-old running runner or something like that. I had referred to her age. And I usually don't use names, but I'm going to in this instance because I know she'll listen to this and it will make her laugh. And she, I said, oh my gosh, I can't wait to interview you, Joetta, as we were running along. So I'm running with her for the first time. Like I caught up with her to run with her. And um, I said, I can't wait to interview you. And she was like, oh, yeah, I just, you know, I say whatever I'm thinking. She said, we, I think we joked something about not having a filter or just saying what's on her mind. And I said, that's what I love so much about you. Like, I want you to say what's on your mind because it's real and most people are thinking it anyway. And she was like, yeah, um, we laughed about that for another, I don't know, maybe 30 seconds to a minute. And then she said, OK, goodbye. Bye now. Like clearly telling me you know, go run somewhere else because she wanted to get into her zone. And I knew exactly what that was. That was her knowing that if she stayed with me, she probably would have changed her pace a little bit or not been able to get in her groove or um, maybe didn't feel like talking. And I can relate to that so much. I laughed so hard at that. And I've told everybody who would listen to me about Joetta saying that because we all know Joetta and she's a straight shooter. But what I love so much is that she just puts it out there right like she just said to me like okay goodbye bye now and I 
loved it because I knew it. I have felt that before. And how many of us will often, you know, make ourselves uncomfortable so that we don't upset somebody else. So maybe I, my personality, I would have just kept running and talking to that person who was with me because I wanted them to know like, oh, I'm enjoying your time. I appreciate, you know, you running with me, even though I maybe desperately wanted to just listen to my music or I wanted to stay at my own pace. And so I love that. And I'm going to try to take a lesson out of that moving into 2022 that it did not hurt my feelings at all when she said that. In fact, I was relieved that she said that what was on her mind because I get it. And it gives me permission to do that as well. I get to say, you know what? Maybe someone just wants me to say bye or okay, I'm done. And I don't have to worry so much about what other people think because most people get it, right? And so that is my huge takeaway. But I loved, loved, loved that moment from the run when we did it together. And I hope this makes you laugh, Joetta. And she'll be on the podcast soon. Don't you worry. Um, I'm going to be lining up our interview very shortly. Uh, But after that, so we finished our run and we cheered for everybody. And I got to give out 10K t-shirts. That was so fun. I got to give out um, Tina Repa running stickers to our 3.5 mile finishers. And then I got to give out 10K t-shirts to all of those who had earned it, which that was so fun. I love the shirt. So um, I've gotten to see them post their shirts this week. It's just been really, really fun. And I think everybody really appreciated getting to spend that time together and to grow more as a team. I'm actually going to be doing a Virginia run meetup because I have a lot of runners from Virginia Beach or from the Virginia area that will hopefully get to come together and do something similar with um, the other part of the group. And then hopefully we're going to be making some plans throughout this year to get everybody together for some um, races, maybe some a weekend retreat. I've got some ideas that I've been um, batting back and forth. So anyway, it's been, it's all, all so, so good. We're all lit up. And I have to say, one of the things that we are most lit up about right now is that we have our winter team starting on Sunday, on the Sunday, January, is that the second or the third? Whatever Sunday is, <laughs> the first Sunday of the year. And it's so fun because they have, we have brand new baby runners who are going to be starting the prep program and getting into the 5K training program. And the coolest part is that these runners that I got to run with and then the Virginia runners um, who are also in the same group are signing up to be their hype squad. And I've talked about this before on the podcast, but our hype squad is basically former runners who have gone through the program who want to come back and cheer on the newbies as they go through their programs and build their endurance. And so it's just really exciting. A lot of exciting things coming up in 2022. And I just, I can't get enough of it. So uh, before I got on here to record, I went ahead and put everybody into their groups that they're going to be starting with in January and I'm putting plans together to be emailed out and we are getting ready to rock and roll. So let me think about what I, my advice for anyone who might not be a part of our group or if you are part of our group, you know, thinking about 2022 and advice that I would have going into this year as far as how to become healthier, how to find that confidence, how to actually really succeed in setting these goals for the new year. And so I definitely think one of the biggest ones, one of the biggest things we need to think about when we're setting our goals for 2022 is to pick realistic goals, goals that can be achieved. Um, 
a lot of people go into this and I'm guilty of it as well going into the next year and naming like five or six things that you want to do I used to write a list literally of probably 10 things that I wanted to do through the year um I rarely got through them all and one of them was always to lose weight and do you ever think that I did that one no no maybe there was a week or two or maybe a month if I was lucky when I you know ate or dieted whatever you want to call it but it was it was a fleeting goal I put it on there every year and so you guys know how I feel about diet goals I say forget the diet goals and here's what I'm going to do in 2022 you guys and I started this a little while ago and I was talking to some of the runners that um, I run with as a side note to this so this is not part of our program and I don't talk about it in the program because I want to keep us focused on running but we got to talking about eating healthier and you know they had just been asking me well what do I do because I don't talk about dieting and I don't say you have to eat specific things but what do I do whenever I feel like I want to be healthier if I'm not feeling myself or I want to feel better and so I don't I start by not restricting myself as far as like you can't eat this you can't eat that but I do add things into my diet that I feel will make me feel better, will help me to run better. And that's how I start. It's very similar to how I start training new runners. I do things very small. I will add, for instance, I will decide that I'm going to add vegetables to my lunches for the week. And I'll just make sure that I eat vegetables with lunch for that week. And I decide how long I want to do that. It's not a perfect science, but it makes me feel better and when I feel better guess what you guys I make better choices not because I feel like I have to but because I'm feeling good about myself and I want to and so I will often add in things like a vegetable with a meal vegetables with a certain meal or add smoothies in at night or in the morning um, not necessarily taking anything away but when I do add those healthier foods to my diet I often just don't you know crave the other things as much and so do I sometimes have a smoothie and follow it up with cookies of course because that's life and it's okay but that's how I kind of set my goals just as an example of setting realistic goals it would be unrealistic for me to say I want to lose weight and ugh, I'm so ugh, I'm so over that goal you guys who is so sick of hearing that but it's such like a catchphrase you know you google anything these days and it talks about how to lose weight right um, because everybody is it's always one of the first things in everyone's mind is how to lose weight, how to lose weight. And um, one of my runners, brand new runners, said to me, I'm so nervous about starting that I, I was Googling some very beginning run programs. And I found a couple of run programs, but she was so upset because almost all of them talked about how to become a runner in order to lose weight. And she was like, why can't we just be runners just because we want to be healthy? Why does it have to talk about that? And I was like, girl, preach. I know. Besides, it's such, it's such a turnoff, at least for me. I'm over it. I'm over it. And to quote Joetta again, <laughs> because she has said this to our group numerous times, eat the ice cream. You only live once. Eat the ice cream. Try to eat healthier things and just move on. Because a realistic goal would be I'm going to eat broccoli once a week or I'm going to add cooked vegetables or steamed vegetables to my dinners each night this week, whatever it is. But those are realistic goals, you guys. Those are realistic and something that you can achieve. So um, I highly recommend picking some goals that are realistic. A lot of people say they want to, you know, fix all of their finances over, you know, in the next year. 
a simple, smaller, more achievable goal might be I want to create a budget or I want to track my spending in the month of January, right? I just want to write down everything that I spend and where my money goes and that's a great place to start. Um, You'll learn a lot that way and when you do that, you probably will be motivated to take the next step. But how about let's not overwhelm ourselves by saying, I'm going to get all of my finances in order, you know, X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. So we're going to pick realistic goals. We're going to work on having some accountability, right? So my whole program is based on these components, which are your goal, your mindset, your plan, and accountability. So we're setting realistic goals, right? We've already checked that one off the list. We're making sure our goal is realistic. We're going to make sure our mindset is right. And when I say mindset, that's kind of in line with the realistic goals, knowing that, well, this goal is realistic. I know that I can achieve it. So whatever it is that you want to work towards, you set that realistic goal and then you have to have the mindset of like, okay, it might be tough. If I'm going to put myself on a budget or I'm going to document where I'm spending my money, for instance, just to talk about something, not just about running, but if I want to to learn how to manage my money, well, I have to be realistic that I'm going to be writing down things that make me uncomfortable, that I ate McDonald's three times this week or whatever it is. Like I have to be prepared to do uncomfortable things and it's okay, I will be fine, I will survive. Like that's part of having the mindset to be able to move forward. So you have your realistic goal, you have your mindset in knowing that it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy all the time. It's going to take a little you know, resistance is going to take a little push because if it didn't, it wouldn't be on your goal list because you would have done it already. So just know it's you might have to get a little uncomfortable. So our goal, our mindset, then what is your plan, right? And that's kind of tied a little bit towards your goal. Like when I talked about plan, like if I want to eat more vegetables is my goal. My mindset is, ugh, I might not be in the mood to eat vegetables, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's okay that I don't love them. And my plan might be, I'm going to add vegetables to my dinner three times this week. So that's my plan. If I was talking about finances, my goal might be to put myself on a budget, right? My mindset might be, it's not going to be fun because I will have to stop spending money in all of these random places and I'll have to accept the fact that I am spending money in places that I didn't even know existed. And then the plan might be, I'm going to write down all the money that I'm spending each week this month. So like every Saturday I will sit down, I will pull up my bank accounts and I will document and put categorize where I'm spending my money. So that could be your plan. And then finally accountability. Like so what's going to keep you coming back? Now for us in our groups, if we go back to what keeps us coming back, um, it is each other right? We set, we set our goal of running three times. Our goal is that we want to achieve a distance. Our mindset is that we know it's going to be uncomfortable and we're going to have to do it at inconvenient times sometimes. Our, our plan calls for three workouts per week, nothing more, nothing less, three runs per week. And our accountability is that we post about it each time we work out. So yours, your accountability might be with um, your significant other. Your accountability might be joining some sort of forum. Your accountability might be having a coach or somebody um, who's going to be looking up 
looking looking after the things that you're doing or you know wanting to see some progress accountability is important to keep you coming back because you feel that pressure to show up because somebody is there waiting for you to show up so to me those are the four pillars that are going to help you stay successful the goal the mindset the i should say the realistic goal your mindset knowing that it's not going to be super easy nothing is and if it was you would have already done it you guys what is the plan what are the small steps you'll take to get there and then where is your accountability who's who's going to be there to say did you show up for this are you showing up for this there are plenty of free facebook groups you can join there are um probably people that you can pair up with maybe that you follow on instagram or you can find a coworker. Um, if you are in my group, so you guys don't have to worry about any of this when it comes to working out because we have all of these boxes checked, which is the beauty of the program. Um, as far as, you know, running and your running goals, we, I've got you taken care of, but these four components are going to be huge for you. And so the final thing I did want to talk about today is how do we actually have the confidence to continue to move forward? How do we set these goals and to build our confidence? And I'm going to tell you how. Because the biggest setback that I think we all have when it comes to confidence and moving forward to achieving these goals and thinking that we are somebody who is worthy, we are somebody who can do it, is when we stop comparing ourselves. We have got to stop comparing ourselves. Comparing ourselves to other people comparing ourselves to our former self. It is such self-sabotage to be a part of what Mike and I call the used to gang, right? Well, this is great, but I used to. Yeah, but I know, but I used to. You have got to let that go because here's the thing, my friends. You are not the same person that you, quote unquote, used to be. You are not in the same season of life that you, quote unquote, used to be. You are not that same person. You cannot compare yourself to that person. But why do we do that? I'm guilty of it. I'm so guilty of it. Okay, I ran a half marathon not that long ago. That's a huge accomplishment. I could easily have said to myself, yeah, but I used to run 50 milers. Sure I did, but I wasn't raising a family. I wasn't balancing two kids, a husband, and a career. And I wasn't 38 years old. So doing a half marathon while having two kids, a marriage, a career, and being 38, that's pretty dang good, isn't it? It's pretty dang good. So I could sit here and start comparing myself to my former person that I was, or I can really celebrate that I'm doing this on an older body who's balancing more needs and being pulled in more directions than I ever have. That's why I have a post on my Instagram, and I think it's on my Facebook page too, it was so important to me when I got myself back into running after having kids. I, I have always run. I ran through pregnancy. I ran, you know, as soon as I could after I got the go-ahead from my doctor. But it wasn't the same. I was not training again. I was, I was running, I guess, more for sanity. I was kind of all over the place. But I was also very sad because I could not stop comparing myself to the person I used to be before because running was such a huge part of my life. I felt like it was part of my identity and I, I had lost it. It wasn't, it wasn't me anymore and it was very hard. And so I had this medal display, I guess, like um, a race medal when you would finish a race and you get a medal. And I had it hanging up in one of our rooms 
and it had all of my medals on it, my marathons, my half marathons, my ultra marathons. All of them were hanging up on display and I was very proud of them. But it wasn't anything that I really noticed. Well, I knew that those had to go. I went through this phase, this mourning phase when I became a mom when I realized that my goals had to change. I could not still be aiming for the same thing that I was aiming for before I had kids. So the first thing I did was I packed them away. I put them in a bin and I put them away. I wasn't going to have them out anymore. I wasn't I wasn't doing it in a way of like shame or I can't believe you, you know, I can't look at this anymore, but I knew I needed a fresh start. So I took my metal display and I I painted it white and on the inside of it it's kind of like a frame. I took Sharpie and I wrote on it run like a mother. And I wrote that knowing that I had to start celebrating my running goals as a mom and they were different than my goals before I became a mom because I was a different person. And so all those medals got packed away. I don't even know where they are, to be honest. And I started one at a time setting smaller, more achievable goals and hanging my medals on my new medal holder. What's interesting is my daughter, she's little at the time, obviously. She, I have a picture of it. If you go to my Instagram or my Facebook page, she wrote on a piece of paper near hers, she copied the same thing that I wrote. So I hung it up next to it. And I was like, wow, if that's not a little slap in the face, right? Like she is now watching me. I had to stop mourning this person that I was no longer because I was a different person. And now my daughter's watching me. And does she really deserve to have somebody who's sitting around feeling bad because I can't be the person that I was before she was here? Not that she knew that. But do I want her to feel like that when she's a mom? No. Do I want to show her that, oh, well, before you have kids, you know, you can do all of this, but then, you know, after you have kids, then it's it's all over. No. I wanted to show her that, look, mommy can do this and this at the same time. Look what I can do. So my goals turned from 50 milers into 5Ks. My new ultra marathon was a half marathon because I knew that's all I would be able to squeeze out of time for me at this season in my life was a half marathon. My babies were little and that's all that I was going to be able to do. So for me, all of my medals that started getting hung up were from 5Ks and were from um, 10Ks. And and I had a couple half marathons, which were huge for me. And I have to tell you, when I look at that now, it's been, I've had it for seven years now. It is filled with so many accomplishments that I am more proud of than I was when I ran those ultra marathons. When I ran those ultra marathons, it was a different season in my life. I didn't have the responsibilities that I have now and I had a younger body. Do I wanna do it again? Absolutely. I hope to one day run a 100 miler, but that's it's just a matter of a time commitment. You guys know my feeling on this. It's not can I or can I, it's do I have the time? Do I want to commit that time? And so that's just a decision I have to make and I have to decide when is that my new season. Um, And I don't know when that is. I don't know. I've never had, you know, I'm a mom of a seven-year-old and a four-year-old right now. I don't know what what kind of mom life is like when I have an eight and a five-year-old or a 10 and a seven-year-old. I don't know. So I'll have to see as we go. But I'm just going to keep trying to like push my boundaries. Right now, I'm trying to get to a full marathon in 2022. I'm already at a half marathon. So my goal is realistic. I'm halfway there right now going into 2022 to say I'm going to complete a full marathon. 
It's just a matter of can I make it work with the time? So I, for me, my goal is to run a marathon. My mindset is knowing that I might have to do some really inconvenient runs, whether they're going to be late at night, early in the morning, pushing a stroller. My mindset knows if I'm going to get there, I'm going to get uncomfortable and that's okay because I will grow so much from that and be so much more proud. My plan, I already have my plan mapped out. I already have the weeks ready to go. And my accountability is that I'm showing up for my group and I'm telling them about my journey along the way. And they are so supportive. So that's me and my goals. That will be the biggest thing I've done since I've had kids. I don't know 100% if I'll be able to get there the way that I have planned, but I will try. But the point is you can't keep comparing yourself to other people and to your former self because you are not the same person. You better believe if I ever get to a marathon at this year in my life or whenever I might be able to make it work, I will be so dang proud of that. And not because it's 26.2 miles, but because I did it as a mom. I did it as a wife. I did it while having a career as a school counselor. And I did it while trying to help other runners find their inner runner and go as far as they want to go. And that will be a huge accomplishment for me, bigger than any ultra race that I have done. And so I encourage you to not let yourself slip back into the used to gang, right? Do not let yourself slip back into the thinking about where you used to be because you deserve way more credit than that. You deserve way more credit than that because maybe you're not in the same physical shape that you were at one point in your life. But you have grown so much in so many other aspects and physical is just one small part. It is one small part and you can't put all your eggs in that basket and think that that is your self-worth, how far you can go physically. Now I have, I believe most of the women in my group, well most of the people in my new group starting in three days, they are all women. And I believe most of them, if not all of them, are moms. So they are doing some serious balancing. And one of the questions I asked them in our initial form that I have everyone fill out is I asked them what are their biggest concerns about going into this? And many of them, it's, you know, juggling. How am I going to juggle life and doing this one thing for myself? And then the, the follow-up question I always ask is, well, what is your plan for overcoming that? And they instantly already have a response, right? So they can tell me, well, I will... I will schedule better. I will swap with my significant other. I will use my weekend times. You know, there's always a, something there that can help you to get to that next level. And so when you guys feel like these excuses or these reasons why your goal won't happen, when they start popping up, say it out loud. Like, what is your biggest concern? Say it out loud or write it down, whatever it is. And then follow it up with the question, how will I work around that limitation? What is my plan for working around it? And there you go. You've already, you've already met it head on instead of waiting for it to happen to you, right? If you don't plan like that, then what you do is you sit there and you wait for it to happen. Like, oh, I knew I was going to be too busy for this to happen. No, you prepare for that by saying, what is my biggest hesitation or my biggest concern? And then how will I overcome that? If your biggest concern is scheduling with all of the activities you have, how will you overcome that? Maybe you're going to do some late night or early morning runs. Maybe you're going to go on your lunch break if it's possible. Maybe you're going to go while your child is in their activity. Whatever it is, plan for it now and then make it happen. I also want to remind you that our goals that we use are three days a week. We stick to three days a week because it's doable with life and with running. 
It will get you your goals, but is also something that's not as intimidating as five, six, seven days a week. That's a lot, you guys. So with that, on that note, I hope you guys are getting super excited for your 2022 and not because of all the things you want to change about yourself, but just because of the new possibilities, things that you can explore, things that might make you uncomfortable but really help you to grow, things that you might learn about yourself while you explore. I mean, you deserve it. We all need 2022 to just get here (laughs) and get here quickly. Not to wish any time away, but it has been, it's been a lot of great things have happened in 2021, but I know it's also been stressful. So, you know, let's do it. Let's go into 2022 and set ourselves up for success. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today. Um, If you haven't done so yet, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Follow me over on Instagram at runwithtinareppa and follow my Facebook page, Tina Reppa Running. We're going to be doing some super motivating and inspiring things over the next couple of months. I hope to see you guys there. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at run with Tina Reppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.